Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See, life isn't so bad. Sky's sky's blue. It's not falling. Look at that. Look at what's behind it's us not here. Falling. Look, look, look at this. Just gorgeous, most beautiful urban landscape on planet Earth, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Dale, the world did not end. It did not end. The Steelers got a win, beating the uh, Denver Broncos, 27-19. Got a little dicey at the end, but they found a way to win. And you know, really, if you look at it, this was kind of the the recipe that they had coming into this season. Um, the offense and defense played off of each other well in the, for the first three quarters of the game. Uh, they got a little nicked up toward the end there, and things got a little dicey. But, you know, it, it was a, a good team victory. They actually ran the football. They ran the football. Yeah, I mean, when you talk about recipe, I really like that terminology because if you go back to what was expected of the offense specifically, it was not just going to be, well, we're going to run the ball, because you don't wave a magic wand and run the ball. There's a lot of different things that have to go into it. You have to throw the ball deep. Threw the ball deep. What a concept. You have to throw the ball over the middle. Eventually got around to that. You have to block, and you have to be physical. And look at where the Steelers' runs were, like this. Straight ahead. Straight ahead. Yeah, and that's the kind of runner that Najee Harris is. I mean, he's not... Yes, he can make a cut and, and, and get yardage out of nothing, but he's a power runner. He's a six foot two, 230, 240-pound running back. Uh, let him just burrow in there and, and, and fall forward for yardage. That's what they did. Uh, ben Roethlisberger talked about how uh, Matt Canada had challenged the offensive line going into this week that, hey, you guys, we need to do a better job here uh, of opening some holes up, let this kid run. They did that. Uh, you know, it, it's just really... It really play, played off of each other well. They protected well. They ran the ball well from the get-go, and they continued. Roethlisberger also saying that a lot of those runs that they had were RPOs. I could have thrown the football in those situations, but they made a, con- a concerted effort and a conscious effort to run the football. In including the quarterback. Yes, including everybody the quarterback. bought in. And, and when you talk about the process of what went into this week, Ben mentioned what he mentioned to you. I was over in the next room. Najee Harris said, you're not going to believe this. Najee Harris actually sat in the offensive lineman's classroom settings because he he wanted to, he wanted not only to be there to hear what they're hearing, but he wanted and was asked to offer his own insight. They're showing a film and he said, well, what, what do you want to do, Najee? Instead of just prescribing it for him, let the players. What ends up happening, Dale, 
look, it's a young team. It's an extraordinarily young offensive line. But they then, in a way, carve their own identity. Because now they went out on that field and did the job. So now they can walk into the classroom next time a little bit like... That worked. Hey, what we just did look at us. Yeah. yeah. How about that? That won't mean anything if they don't do it again next Sunday well, night. Well, they play the Seattle Seahawks next week. And I know everybody's talking about the quarterback situation with the Seahawks, and rightfully so. Russell Wilson not going to play. Seattle's defense, oh, my God. Um, the worst. They're, they're on pace right now to have the worst defense in the history of the game. If the Steelers can't replicate what they did today next week, shame on them. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if if the Steelers perform offensively the way they did the previous three weeks here, then it's just going to be a... <laughs> but we've seen we've seen the, the, the steps. We've seen the, the, the That's steps That's the most important thing. When you're talking about the offensive line and the offense, Dale, I feel like more than anything, um, again, Najee did one of these, like, told you so wagging his finger with us afterward. He was like, because I know you're all killing them. You're all killing them every week. And I'm like, I'm raising my hand. Yeah, that's, that's me. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. Yeah. Um, but we have also seen and acknowledged that, especially in Green Bay, you saw a step. Nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody wanted to hear about it. It sounded like excuse making and whatever else here. But it was real. He had 62 yards in Green Bay. And, and they were like this. Yeah. They were up the Just middle. They were authoritative four, running five, of six. the football. Yeah. And it was a lot of four, fives, and six. Although, I have to share with everybody, when uh, when Najee made the one juke on the outside and cut inside, I think Dale sit next to me in a press box and he goes, ooh, that was Lev Bell right there. It was. I it mean, he was. was he it was, was really good. He was patient. He waited. He put his foot in the ground, and, and then he cut it up inside. It was. It was very much reminiscent of Le'Veon Bell. Not that Najee Harris is Le'Veon Bell, or even has that style. But that run in particular was was very Lev Bell. Like I saw that for years out of him. Uh, you know, it's a good sign. And you know, I know everybody's been killing Chuksakor for. He shut out Von Miller. He did. Again. He also had 900 false starts today. But he was playing Von Miller. He was playing Von Miller, and that's and that's understood. When we come back, the defense. It's a little bit of a, a mixed bag here. Welcome back to Steelers today. He's Dale Lally. I'm Dan Kovacevic, and the Steelers beat the Denver Broncos 27 to 19, and they beat them pretty much on the last snap that Denver took. Actually, not pretty much. That is when they beat them. Well, I mean, that's the way NFL games are like that. You know, you see teams do nothing for an entire game, and then all of a sudden they go into... The Steelers have done that the last few weeks. There'd be no use for red zone. Right. You know, there'd be no red zone channel if games like this didn't happen. I mean, really, if if you look at it, was that game any more different than, you know, the Steelers game against the Raiders or the Steelers game against uh, Cincinnati? You know, the Steelers get the ball, they're down a score, they, you know, they, they get a drive together and they fail. In that situation, Denver did the same thing. That's the way the the league is set up to be, kind of. That being said, uh, you know they, they did give up some stuff in the fourth quarter there. Yeah, you uh, don't want to get the top blown off. That's something that's, yeah. that's been discussed with the Raiders game, with the Bengals game. It kind of went away with Green Bay because they really like stayed way back on Aaron Rodgers, but here it was again. Yeah, I mean, obviously Denver was going after James Pierre and going after him a lot. He did have a couple of big plays in this game that, that tackle – uh, down by the goal line of, of Javante Williams has saved a touchdown and huge play. saved them four points. Obviously, the interception there. He also he also almost had another interception there earlier 
uh, where he batted the ball away that, you know, if, he, if they score there, maybe there's, again, they might still be playing for all we know. Um, so, you know, a mixed bag of, tri- uh, of tricks there for a young cornerback. I, I asked Mike Tomlin about that, and he said, look, that's, you know, what you're going to go through as a young cornerback. You're going to be tested. You're gonna, teams are going to go after you. How do you respond to those kind of things? And how he responded, specifically how James Pierre responded when he was asked whether or not he thought the Broncos would be coming on him at that or coming after him at that last play is priceless. I knew that was coming at me. I got beat. I knew that was coming at me again. Do my do what my coach asked me to do on the phone. Just listen to my coach. That's basically what I do. Listen to my coach. Keep my eyes on my my work. And that's what I did. Kept my eyes on my work. And then t- two steps at the receiver and just looked back for the ball. And I caught the pick. Out of body experience, but <laughs> it was crazy. And you know what, Dale? He made the play. He did what Joe Hayden and Ter- Terrell Austin recommended to him. They, they, he followed their instructions explicitly. Take two steps with your guy. Look back for the ball. He did. Two steps for the guy, look back for the ball. Bridgewater's, you know and, and Bridgewater's yeah. pass wasn't necessarily where it needed to be. And, you know, I, I, not to we don't cover the Denver Broncos, so we don't care. But you had mentioned, again, in the press box as this was happening, that maybe, maybe someone on the Denver sideline should have entertained a run at some point down there. Yeah, I mean the Steelers were obviously looking past the, the entire time on that on that final drive. It's they two get the yards. You're three yards away. Even man. on on second and uh, I think it was second and goal from the nine. You had over a minute left or right yeah, around a yeah, minute left. Yeah, there was time. They had t- all their. They had yeah. They didn't have timeouts, but they had time. There was time there to maybe yeah. run the football at least once. Uh, you might have caught the Steelers not napping, but looking for the pass there. They didn't do it. They kept throwing and uh, they didn't win. No, they didn't. But the. The defense, the Steelers' defense did, and and I'd like to think that before, you know, Devin Bush went down with the injury, that you started to see some of what this defense should look like. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of stops in this game. I know everybody's killing them. They couldn't stop the Broncos at the end. Again, that's the way the league is set up to, to, to ha- for this to happen. Nobody turned their TVs off, did they? They all kept <laughs> watching because, you know, they, these games go down to one score. Um I, I just think, you know, when you look at this, uh, Denver, Max protected like crazy. Uh, they weren't sending Noah Fant out all that often. A lot of times he was in there chipping on T.J. Water, doing those kind of things. That's a win for the Steelers, honestly, because if Fant's, you know, in there blocking, he's not down the field catching passes. Yeah, that, that's, that was a big deal, especially since Tomlin talked up Fant earlier in the week and said what a weapon he is. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that T.J. after this game had this, like, partially frustrated look on his face because, look, he knows they won the game, and that's a good thing, uh, but TJ doesn't like not getting to the quarterback. And, and it's not just him, but we still see, we still need to see Alex Highsmith get there. You still need to see Melvin Ingram get there. If, if TJ Watt's going to draw that kind of just attention on, on week to week, which is what is going to happen to him, the other guys have to get home. Um, Henry Mondu had one of their sacks today. Henry, Henry played Mondo. well, though. It wasn't Mondo's just a, just a, a pawn in he's the game a, of life. A, he's a guy. But, man, he got there. He shot through. and got Good for him. He got his first career sack. They had another one erased. Uh, Isaiah Loudermilk got there. So if they're going to pay that much attention 
to, to some of these, you know, some of the stars on this defense. Those are the kind of guys that have to make plays. We saw that today, even though Loudermilk's got erased by a penalty. And we've done offense, we've done spe- uh, we've done offense, we've done defense. We haven't done special teams, and I feel obligated, Dale, to take this moment to recognize that Chris Boswell's cash really, money. I, I mean, this guy. I don't know that he gets sufficient love uh, in this city. I, I really don't. I mean, you're now seeing the offense set up for 52-yard field goals. In other words, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. When the, instead of trying they to don't worry it, about they it. don't worry about an extra eight, nine yards, they just say, heck, we're already in. We're inside 55 or whatever. He's just going to hit it. Yeah. I mean, he's been, he's been just rock solid uh, since that bad 2018 season. Good for them for sticking with him. Um, yes. You know, you saw the Cincinnati Bengals today lose a game. Uh, they had a chance to win it in overtime uh, from, from 49 yards against the the, uh, the Packers, Green Bay Packers, yeah. and they missed it. You and think, Mason Crosby hit his also from 49 yards. Do you think, you think Chris Boswell misses that field goal? No, he does not. No, he does not. No, he does not. Thanks for watching, everybody.